Yesterday I said I was just really not happy with what the slate looked like, and after it played out, I was uh, not wrong in, in saying what I said and, and being skeptical about the quality, the overall quality um, that we'd you know have on display on day one. Uh, day two, um, on paper, it was a lot better. I was like, okay, this could be a lot better, and I was right. Um, but, and this is a big but, there's a big but. Uh, day two was a lot better. The matches were a lot, a lot better. There were uh, a lot more uh, quality matches, uh, closer matches, uh, bangers, blockbusters, whatever you want to call them. But, I feel like that always comes with just some ridiculous uh, scorelines. Just some some crazy shit happens sometimes when you know what I mean. It's like it's like the gods are like, are oh, okay. You know what? You want some good matches? Well, I'll give you them, but I also have to give you just some crazy shit on the side, just so you know it's real. You know what I mean? Like you can't just get the good. You know what I mean? You you gotta get a bit of a little bit of this too. You know, um. There's a lot to say about today's matches. I feel like there's a story almost, or, or many stories to tell about uh, each and every match from today. Uh, once again, we are only only going to talk about um, the women's matches. Uh, we're not going to cover uh, any of the ATP, not yet at least. Djokovic won today. Um, yeah, uh, and one more thing before we get started, because I don't want to... I'm going to try my best not to get distracted today. And, like, once I get into it, like, I, I just go start to finish uh, from segment to segment uh, without fucking around. Because um, even for me, like, I get distracted and I even forget what I'm talking about sometimes. And, like, if there's, like, something that was on my mind and I wanted to say it, and then I go on a tangent and I get distracted, uh, and then... You know, by the time I come back to that topic, I forget, and it's like, well, what the fuck, uh, you know, so, um, let's do all this housekeeping stuff now, I guess, uh, if that's what you want to call it, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, one more thing before we start, um, you see, I did it again, I did it again, I, I, I had something to say, I got distracted, I, I went on a tangent, and then I, you know, returned, uh, to focus, and I forgot, but no, don't worry, I, I didn't actually forget. But anyway, today we had two rain delays. Uh, the first one was um, sort of immediately after, like, the first window, the first uh, slate of games uh, from today, and it lasted about uh, an hour and a half, two hours-ish, um, which pushed back a lot of uh, the matches. Uh, some uh, some matches in the second window had already started. Um, some were about to start, some were not yet uh, finished, and they were, like, uh, in the third set, or whatever, um, and then the, the day ended in a, uh, rain delay into a suspension, uh, you know, postponed till tomorrow, um, which sucks for players, betters, fans, uh, umpires, you know what I mean, uh, the, the organizers, uh, it's just, it's just such a mess, it's chaos, um, there in, in in Paris, they only have two roofed um, uh, stadiums or courts or whatever. You, I, I guess, yeah, stadiums. Um, they have like three big stadiums, but I, th I believe uh, Suzanne Langlais doesn't have a, a, a roof. Um, do they have two? Uh, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, two out of the three... Two out of the three, like, big or main uh, stadiums they have, uh, have roofs. The others don't. 
Um, and as always, of course, uh, play in the outside courts uh, always gets suspended. Uh, that shit gets poured on uh, really bad. So we'll talk about uh, all of today's uh, matches in the women's. Uh, we'll talk about the matches that are suspended, and then uh, we'll go on to tomorrow. Okay, so the day started off really, really weird, and I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you what happened, and and I, I'll, and as always, I'll share my thoughts. First up, let's start with uh, Bianca Andreescu versus uh, Bonaventura. Uh, member one of the member of one of the outlaw biker gangs. Um, this girl is uh, really not that good of a tennis player. You look at her, and if you had ten guesses about what uh, she did for a living or her occupation or her career, athlete. Forget tennis player, athlete. You wouldn't guess that if you had ten guesses. I'm not even saying tennis player specifically. I'm saying athlete, sportswoman. You wouldn't get it. F fuck, if you had uh, 57 guesses, you wouldn't get it. And I I'm not even trying to say anything about that. Just this is not a tennis player that can push you uh, like this, Bianca. This was really bad. Um, I wasn't watching it at first because Anisimova Osaka was going on at the time. Uh, there were other matches going on at the time, and this was sort of lower on my priority list. But after seeing the first set score, uh, Bonaventura won 6-3, uh, I said, my god, I need to see this. Like, I <laughs> I need to know what's what's going on here. Like, this, what is this? And then I immediately realized why this match was, like, why I wasn't watching this match to begin with. I, I Honestly, I couldn't watch it. Uh, I, I couldn't watch it. It was really bad, so I can't really tell you what happened. I watched the third set after uh, Andrescu, um, uh won the second set. So she was uh, she was down a break, actually, in the second. I wasn't watching at the time. Um, recovered from a break, uh, went, went on to win the set 7-5 in the third set, Bagel. Uh, I'm sure we see that you know trend a lot when a player... Uh, lose uh, when a player who's up a set lose, loses a long, grueling, closely contested second set, and the third set most of the time they they shit themselves and they throw up all over the court. Also, okay, so so that's what happened today. Um, the rain delay. Um, I think Andriska was up like two or three love, uh, and then the rain delay came, and then she came back and won uh, three more games, um, ended up winning 6-love. Um, and I watched a bit of that, and, uh, and I think the this other girl just emptied the tank. Um, you know, the thing is, with a lot of, uh, I'm not going to call them no-names, because that's disrespectful, but, but a lot of the um, sort of uh, lower-ranked players uh, with very limited, uh, you know, Grand, uh, grand Slam main draw experience, uh, you know, in, in the first round, they usually um, just try to give it their all. You know, like this is for them. This is like a big moment, uh, and they're and I'm talking. I'm being serious here, by the way. I'm not. I'm not poking fun or, or mocking anyone or anything. Um, a lot of these players, they come and like they they really want to do their best and give it their all, which they do. Um, but sometimes they just expend their energy like way too quick. You know what I mean? They don't know how to manage their energy. Um, some of the more experienced players, uh, they, they, they do know how to do that. 
uh, and 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 in the men's this is more um, relevant, I guess, because uh, those are best of five. So that's a whole different story. But even uh, here, like um, you know, um, on clay especially. Um, at a grand slam, like like it's gonna be intense. Like everyone, like everyone's here to ball, you know. Um, the more experienced players, uh, and the veterans and whatnot, the people who have you know been there, done that, they sort of know how to conserve their energy a little bit better. Just manage their energy expenditure um, throughout the match. Uh, and some players, uh, I guess, they'll learn. You know, you either win or you learn, right? Um, oh. We'll will eventually learn how to do that and, and manage their their energy better. Uh, it seemed like, you know, watching uh, Bonaventura and uh, Bianca third set. I was you know watching you know Bonaventura play. I said, "There's no way this girl won the first set six three. So clearly, like she um, she had nothing left in the tank at that point. Next. Um, on paper, it was probably match of the day. Um, at the end, it wasn't. We'll talk about uh, those uh, those uh, contenders. Honestly, there is a short list for match of the day. Anisimova Osaka is not on that list. But anyway, Anisimova Osaka, I was I was busy watching that one um, really closely. Uh, big court. Um, you know, Naomi Osaka is Naomi Osaka, Amanda Nisimova, one of the more informed players, not only this clay season, but this year so far, um, starting from the Australian Open, where she did beat um, Osaka, um, the defending champion at the time, uh, at the Australian Open. Um, my thoughts, um, my thoughts of this, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the match, I, I don't think it was one of the best, like, not match of the day for sure, no, nothing crazy, um... I feel like matches like this, like, our expectations are so high, and, like, seldom do ma sort of matches like this live up to the hype, and it's usually one that you don't really expect much uh, from it, the, the ones that, that sort of blow up and be like, wow, this sh this this shit is crazy, wow, what a what a delight, what a treat, yeah? Um, but Anisimova, look, I don't think Anisimova played well, but Anisimova nowadays is playing with so much confidence and everything she does, um, um, like every movement, um, it's, it's assert assertive, uh, wow, my first, uh, wow, I misspoke for the first time or slurred or stuttered for the first time, 11 minutes in, I think that's a record. I, I just had to stop to 11, it took 11 minutes today to stutter. Yesterday it took three seconds. Anyway, this girl, Amanda Nisimova, she's so assertive nowadays and confident and everything she does is so, like, matter-of-fact, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, like, yeah, backhand, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, it looks uh, very pure, effortless, flawless, and even if she's not playing well, um, that shit does help. It looks like she's, um, like she's coming together as a player, she's, um, Becoming more familiar, like, with her own uh, ability, her strengths, her weaknesses, her style, what she wants to do. And from that, you can also improve things like your your, your tactics, your strategy, because you know what works for you. You know what works, what doesn't work for you. Um, 
you know, it's 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 good to see, and and also like it it will improve you things like your confidence and your self belief and and things like that. And you're you're more positive in in your ability and what you can accomplish, and that seems to be the case with Anisimova. Anisimova today really wasn't that special, um, uh, generally speaking, and like you know like by her standards, like what I what I I here they go. They're just gonna keep coming now. You know, I'm just gonna keep on my words. But no, so far what I have seen from Anisimova, she, I have seen better. And today she was not that great. So again, we're, we're at this stage, and, and this happened a lot in Madrid and Rome. I really am not sure if I can make a, a full assessment of how good Anisimova was today. Because on the other side of the net, I don't know what that was from Osaka. I mean, she played good, but she didn't. Like, she looked good. But she didn't. The match was competitive, but it wasn't. You know, like, like which, like, what is it? You know what I mean? Like, I can tell you reasons why the match was competitive and why it wasn't. I can tell you uh, Osaka played well, and I can also tell you she didn't. You know what I mean? I can tell you Anisimova played well, and I can also tell you she didn't. Like, it's um, a bit of a tricky one, but but no good win for Anisimova. Um, I think the uh, she's becoming more clutch more confident so even when she's not playing well and even if she's not playing well against um uh decent opponents like osaka with um, a shit ton of experience and and they've had um, tremendous success in the past uh she can still get it done from from front positions if she, you know um she's given an opportunity she can take an advantage of it which is good to see um it's not that i'm not a fan of anisimova or i don't like her i've just never been a fan of her that's not to say i'm i'm not a fan of her it's just i'm you know what i'm saying like like i'm i i are uh, how do i say it like you know the expression like oh i'm not a fan of of this girl like it means like i don't like her no i'm not saying that i'm just not an actual fan of her you know what i mean like like in a very literal sense like i am not Anisimova's fan. I'm not one of her fans. You know what I think that's a better way to say. It. I'm not one of her fans. I don't like her. I don't dislike her. You know she. But I. She's getting better, for sure. And today this is a, a good win, a good start. Um, but uh, but. I know there's better from her, and and maybe that was her best. I really cannot make a full assessment. Uh, but you know, good match and and good result for Anisimova. Now this was a really funny one, Vika Azarenko versus Anna Bogdan. I'm not even gonna talk about. Oh, uh, actually, I will. I will. I will. Okay, so uh, Vika, uh, Victoria Azarenko, led the first set five-two, and served for the first set at five-two, got broke. Served for the first set. At 5-4, got broke. Broke and was serving for the third time for the first set. Serving for the first set for the third time at 6-5, got broke. To a tiebreak we go. Led the tiebreak 6-3. Lost the tiebreak. 
Led the tiebreak 6-3, had 3 match points, 6-3, Game first set, Bogdan. This match was actually kind of crazy. In the second set, Vika led 3-1. It was 3-3 in a, in a flash, uh, and then 5-5, uh, Vika serving, she got broke, Bogdan uh, broke her, uh, Bogdan 6-5, serving for the match, Vika broke her, won the tiebreak, 7-1, uh, Vika won the decider, 6-2. Again, another example of, lo of after being a set up and potentially winning in straights, you lose a second set tiebreak and you lose in the third set 6-2 or worse. Bonaventure lost 6-love, Vika lost, uh, sorry, Bogdan lost 6-2 to Vika in the third set. Just something to keep track of. And we can also talk about all uh, third set uh, score lines uh, from today. Like what the third set uh, score was. Okay. Here's another really good one. Anna Bondar uh, raced, who I had, who I have and have had, and still currently do have. Maybe not anymore. Not as much. Um, hope, belief, and expectation for Anna Bondar. Um, she raced to a 5-2 lead against Petra Kvitova. She threw up all over herself. It went to a tiebreak. She lost the tiebreak. Seven love. You're up 5-2. Hmm? She lost the tiebreak. Uh, you're up 5-2 and you you go to a tiebreak. That on its own. Even if you win the tiebreak, yeah, like you lost. If you're up 5-2 and you don't win the set, you... you uh, uh, like if you don't win the set there, like at 6, you know, not 7. The fact that you're 5-2 up and you even go to a tiebreak, in my eyes, you lost. Like, even if she won this tiebreak, she would have lost. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And we've seen it before, by the way. But no, she lost a tiebreak to love. Seven love. A tiebreak bagel. It's actually a bit more than a bagel, because it's seven love. A bagel is six loves. A tiebreak bagel, they hit different. Seven love, huh? In the second set, she lost 6-1. This is kind of similar, you know, when you... When you let your lead or your advantage slip in the first set and you lose a long, grueling, closely contested first set, second set, uh, you're out of here. And we've seen that a lot before. Martinsova versus Raducanu. I don't know where. Some, uh, I think Madrid. Uh, Martinsova led 5-2. Lost a tiebreak. I think 6-love or 6-1 as well. Exactly the same scenario. Martinsova against Raducanu. That is really bad for Anna Bondar. It, this will really hurt her confidence. It's, um, you know, Clay's her best service. A sur wow, surface. And she's had a pretty good, respectable Clay season thus far. And yeah, Petra Kvitova, that's a tough first round for her. But you could do it. Even going into it, you could do it. And you were doing it. You were 5-2 up. Like, uh, it's really bad in the end. And I think it's, it's hard for... for uh, Bonder to, to recover from this, I think, like, just, like, this will sting, for sure. Next, Ocean Dodin against, uh, what the fuck's her name? Andrea, uh, Andrea Petkovic. 
Dodin, uh, after a decent week in, in Strasbourg with some impressive results and some good tennis, I think this is a bit of a disappointment, man. You know, first round of a uh, of a slam in your in your home country, uh, six four six two against Petkovic. Uh, I mean, Petkovic isn't a nobody, but I mean, you know, still, like, it's not, it's not very good. Daria Seville versus uh, qualifier Valentini Gramatikopoulou. Uh, very easy for Seville, six one six two. This girl, uh, Valentini, I don't know how uh, she made it here. She can't serve. Martina Trevisan, after winning the, her maiden title, her first title ever in uh, uh, the 215 Rabat last week, um, beat Harriet Dart and only dropped two games. Six love, six two. Um, very impressive scoreline. This is very good news. I'll tell you why later. Uh, Marina Zanevska um, got hit off the court by Shinwan Shang, and I was dead wrong. And it's always hard to fade, or not to fade, but to go to bet against a player I like. Uh, but I just felt like Zanevska plus 135, it's just too funny for a player that should be um, the one that's minus 150. Um, but no, Shinwan Shang, this is uh, good stuff. Uh, Shinwan Shang. Uh, sets up a, a rematch uh, against Simona Halep. Um, wow. And if she plays like this, I mean, the way she was playing in in, in the warm-up tournaments in Australia before the Australian Open, the way Shinwen Sheng was playing, I honestly thought she could have beat Halep. Shinwen Sheng, one of those players, when she's in form and she's playing well, she Better get out of her way, man. Shit is shit is kind of scary. Very very hit or miss though. I mean, when um, she's kind of like Rabakina, the way she plays, just big serve, always going for it, playing with very small margins, um, and just sit, sitting in the baseline and and pow pow pow. Iga Świątek, uh, kicked off her um. 2022 French Open campaign with a 6-2-6 love win over Tsarenko. Uh Alison Risk versus Diana Yastrzemska, probably the first cat fight of the day. Just very emotional, uh, intense, tense, uh, you know, a lot of tension, very scrappy, a lot of errors, a lot of winners, a lot of pressure points, a lot of games going to do, things like that. You know, and it just builds builds uh, tension and, and, and pressure and, and, and every moment or point feels so big. And Yastremska had a little comeback going and then she uh, tanked. Honestly, Yastremska has been doing a lot of tanking uh, lately. I think Alison Risk on clay has three wins in the last three years. Alison Risk has, I think, three wins on the surface in the last three years. This is her fourth, I think. In three years. Three years. Trevisan got like five last week, no? Okay, here we go. Diane Perry. Um, wow. French player. Haven't really talked about her much. Um, have bet her a couple times. Uh, Loki, I have been a fan of her. Uh, I'm impressed by her fights, her spirit, uh, her toughness, her one-handed backhand. 
Uh, today, uh, against Barbora, the way the first set play out, played out, it looked like Dan Perry was the one that hasn't played in, in four months, not Krzyzikova. I mean, Krzyzikova was nothing special, but if, if you had to guess, if, if, you know, if someone told you, like, hey man, watch this match and guess who hasn't played in, in, in three months, it'd be like, uh, Dan Perry, 100%. But after the first set, uh, Krzyzikova 6-1, um, Dan Perry settled in, uh, I guess shook off all the nerves, settled in, embraced the crowd, you know, big, big French, uh, home crowd for the... 19-year-old, uh, and Barbora's rust and lack of match sharpness and fitness started to show. So Barbora's level and, and overall uh, her overall game went down, and Dan Perry the opposite. It went up. So rest of the way, Dan Perry 6-2, 6-3. Uh, bear in mind, Barbora led 6-1 to love. She was up a set at a break, uh, 6-1-2 love in, in the first, in, in the second set. Lost that second set 2-6. So it was, a, it was a reverse bagel for Perry in the second set. Went on to win 1-6, uh, 6-2, 6-3. Another uh, match, um, another match where um, the loser of the first set came back to win in three. Um. Danka Kovinic against Samsonova. Samsonova first set 6-2. Rest of the way, she lost 6-2, 6-1. Danka Kovinic, we talk, talk about it, beast slayer. She's a beast slayer. Somehow she does this every sort of big tournament or or slam. I don't know what. She just pulls up and, 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 and kills someone. Just absolutely slaughters someone. Samsonova's not the... Uh, biggest uh, you know figuratively not the biggest of beasts i mean but this is uh, quite an upset i think um yeah and i mean after winning the first set 6-2 rest of the way to lose 6-2 6-1 it's not very good uh heather watson continues to lose tennis matches elsa jacquemot beat her 6-3 6-3 uh i think that's the second french teenager uh to win today yeah Diane Perry. Clara Burel uh, could have been the first yesterday. Um, yeah. Anyway. Leolia Jean Jean versus NPD. I think NPD was like minus 500 against a girl called Leolia Jean Jean. And NPD, Nuria Prizes Diaz. Man, she's bad, huh? It took me a while to realize this. She's really bad. Jean Jean, uh, one six four six three. Elsa Jacquemot beat Heather Watson six three six three. Contender for match of the day. Uh, this this late window here, we had uh, the best matches of the day. Um, all three setters, uh, except for Kontovate Tomjanovic, seven six seven five. Uh, look, if a match goes over, then it qualifies for a banger, right? Even if it's in straights, if it goes over, then it's a banger, right? Especially over in straights, it means it was a banger. Anyway. Um, Noskova, I mean, this girl, uh, Noskova's incredible. I mean, I wasn't really hip to her. Not really. 
I know she won juniors last year. I think I uh, uh, she won uh, juniors uh, French Open last year. Uh, this year she's playing uh, the main draw, the the women's uh, singles main draw. Um, I watched her in qualies. Oh my goodness, uh, the girl was incredible. She's like Sharp uh, Sharapova and Bencic uh, all in one. Amazing. Similarly to our, our our girl from the biker gang, Bonaventura. Um, this girl, Noskova, um, sort of emptied the tank early. Or it's maybe they just don't have a big tank yet. They don't have a full tank, right? Um, they don't have the the match uh, sort of fitness to, to battle it out like this. A long, uh, closely contested match. Uh, these girls, uh, especially Noskova, like the 16-year-old, she's just used to winning against bums in ITF. She she does know how to win. She has uh, had success as a junior, and even on the ITF, um, which is like open for everyone, right? Um, she's she's had a, she's had a lot of success, um, but I guess it's just the overall experience, knowing how to manage, uh, being a game manager, and and sort of knowing how to. Um, conserve your energy in matches like this. Unfortunately, um, Noskova, no good. She was playing for two sets, unfortunately, the girl. She won the first set. Um, and, and after that, she was playing for two sets, not three. Um, and unfortunately, it's, uh, it's not, it's like overconfidence. It's sometimes you have to concede a set and you conserve your energy. And just uh, take it to the third, accept that, and and have something left in the tank and fucking put her away, right? I mean, that's a bit of a loser mentality. Like, no, just one and two. Like, one right here. I totally agree, but sometimes that is necessary and you gotta do it. But no, this was very close until the end of the second set. Um, Noskova was uh, about to force a tiebreak uh, to make it two straight tiebreaks. Uh, she won the first set in a tiebreak, Noskova. Um, just incredible, really, uh, it's really gutsy, she played against, uh, Grand Slam champion, Emma Raducanu, I mean, and Emma Raducanu, like, she was getting pushed around, like, she, uh, you know, like, uh, Noskova wasn't doing much running, she was just bossing it, really, and it was a shame she lost, um, and Raducanu, by the way, I really like her, um, I do enjoy fading her, I think, um, She's not quite as good as she's priced as in the market, and she's there's definitely no value on her um, in like 80, 80%, 90% of her matches. Um, but Emerald comes a bit of a rat. Uh, once she started to see that Noskova was getting tired or just starting to miss, or that her level dropped slightly in the third, Rarukano just turned it on and, and last five games played the best of the entire match that's exactly what a rat is it was a shame though Noskova should not be discouraged again sometimes you gotta look at the performance not the result and Noskova as far as the performance is concerned there's absolutely nothing you can ask more from her uh, truly she was she was amazing inspiring and and this girl uh, Linda Noskova is gonna have a great future ahead of her um, Linda Noskova today would have beaten a lot of players, including a lot of winners from today. She would have beat Trevisan today. She would have beat um, Alison Risk today. 
Um, she she probably would have been she would she probably would have beaten Diane Perry today. Danka Kovinic, Elsa Jacmo, Jean Jean, uh, Shmidlovo. She uh, probably would have beaten Kudermetovo, uh, Petkovic. She would have beaten a lot of winners today. A lot of people who won today and and yesterday. I mean, I'm I'm just listing random names of people who went through the second round. She would have beaten them today for sure. Emirat Okanu, good, not great, um, but I guess you can give her credit for being a rat and, and, and truly putting her away in the third. But once again, Noskova, player from a set up, loses a long, closely contested, grueling second set, loses the third set, 6-2 or worse. By the way, I uh, forgot to keep track of uh, deciding set uh, third set scorelines here. So Andriscu, 6-love over Bonaventura. In the third set, Vika in the third set against Anna Bogdan 6-2. Uh, Dan Perry versus Krzykova 6-3. Kovinic 6-1, Samsonova, Radukanu 6-1, Noskova. Shmidlova 6-2, Kukova. We'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, Kudermetova 6-3. Uh, Angie Kerber, the only one against Magdalena Frech 7-5. We'll talk about that later, my god. My god, my god. What a match. Okay, so, Ayla Tomjanovic, I talk about her all the time, and sometimes I even think to myself, I'm like, Yosef, like, why do you even talk about her? This girl is wildly irrelevant, and such an underachiever, and you only talk about her because of how much she's underachieved, and you tell the story every time about how every year people ask, is this the year for her? Yo, honestly, I feel, I feel that this is the year for her. Uh, maybe. I mean, it, it has to be, right? I mean... I was super high on her coming in here. I don't know why. I just really had a feeling. Uh, I trusted my eyes. I trusted my what my gut was telling me. I went with my instincts. Um, I just knew that Ayla Tomjanovic was up to something. And I know it's Annette Kontaveit, who is in, in, in really bad form. And not the Annette Kontaveit that we were maybe used to... Um, you know, in the hardcourt season. Not that enough conservate. Not the last couple months of the twenty twenty one season conservate. I understand that. But it is island, it is a grand slam and Contivate did well here last year, you know, like uh still like Tomjanovic uh, and But oh my god, no, Isla Tomjanovic, she played great. And 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 Contivate helped a little bit. A little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say uh, Tomjanovic was too good and would have beat anyone. I'm saying Kontovate helped a little bit. Like here and there. You know, Ayla Tomjanovic also helped Kontovate a little bit here and there. Double faults uh, kept Kontovate around. So I, I, if I'm being fair, honestly, it cancels out. Uh, they cancel each other out. Like they each helped each other. So like uh, it's sort of null. Okay? Nullified. Um... But Alatomjanovic, man, forehand, backhand, so good from the baseline. Her backhand is honestly so solid. Probably top 10 or top 15, if I'm being honest. Uh, she's smart. She looks confident. She looks up for it. She's fit. I don't know why she retired against Anna Bondar. <coughs> Excuse me. Probably knew she was going to get rocked and just said, let me conserve my energy for, uh, for Paris. Uh, I think it's because she knows she was up to something. Um, Tomjanovic. 
playing well. Like I said, her last two losses, Muguruza in Madrid and Unz in Rome. Like, a, a lot of people would have lost to those people in those matches, you know what I mean? A lot of people would have lost to them too, I mean, uh, in those respective matches. So, Tomjanovic, I like what I'm seeing. I can't believe I I totally forgot I left her out of my uh, futures list. But this is one match. I mean, as someone who is not a... I'm, I can't say I'm a fan of her. I, I, I mean, I guess I am. But what I'm trying to say is I, I just... I want the best for her. I want, I want her to, to... Like, I want to see her do well, truly. I, I guess you can't say I'm a fan. I'm a bit of a closet fan or... I've become a fan. I've, uh, I've, she's grown on me for sure, Ala Tomjanovic. And it's not because she's sexy. Uh, well, it doesn't hurt, but truly, I, I, I like what I'm seeing from her. Uh, no pun intended. And, uh, uh, you know, it looks good. Again, no pun intended. Honestly, that was a really good match. Like, it was uh, intense. The points were good. Uh, both players were, were, were playing pretty well. Um,. You know, seven six seven five. Like, yeah, that shit was close. But it was going on during the Noskova Radukanu match, so it was hard to say. Like, that was a good match. But when you compare it to that other one, like, obviously it's not as good. But but in general, definitely one of the matches matches of the day. I'm gonna put that on the list, even though it's, it's not gonna win. But it's a contender. I'll talk about best thing uh, I saw, worst thing I saw. And most interesting thing I saw today as well, just please remind me in like uh, 20 minutes. Shmidlova versus uh, Kristina Kuchevo. Uh, the all slow... You know, I, I, I'm, this, this is maybe a bit ignorant of me, but I keep getting Slovakia and Slovenia confused. I know the difference between the flags, um, but I, I, just, I just get them twisted. I don't know if these girls are Slovenian or Slovakian. I think they're Slovakian. I know, uh, some people don't know that Slovakia is a country or Slovenia. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to say anything. But yeah, Shmidlova versus Kucheva, the all Slovakian, ba uh, Slova Slovakian, Slovakian battle. Um, two girls who are familiar with one another. This uh, this match, uh, if, if you saw it on the slate, you'd think it's like a... WTA 250 quarterfinal on clay. I think that's fair to say. Um, they've met four times before. Kucheva 3-1. But uh, Kucheva, Kristina Kucheva having the worst seasons of her career, I think. I mean, at least of the last couple years, this is the the worst season so far for Kucheva. I honestly don't remember her winning a match. Uh, I don't know when's the last match she won, truly. I was right, but I was wrong. I mean, I thought Shmidlova would crush her. Um, she didn't. Shmidlova kind of tanked, and that's kind of why Shmidlova is not very popular. And it's kind and it's for a reason, right? She doesn't win a lot, and 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 she loses quite often and chokes and tanks. Uh, but I don't know why she's so talented, man. Like really, like she's capable. She's fit. She's she's got the arsenal. You know what I mean? Like she's got the tools. Like I I don't know what it is. It's Maybe it's mental. Some some players love losing. Really, they love losing. Some players hate winning, but some love losing. You know, Alexandrova low-key loves losing. I, uh, Svitolina, Benoit, Benoit Per, they love losing. Ayla Tomjanovic hates winning. Uh, there's a difference. Don't get it twisted. So, yeah, 
Noskova Raducanu was a three-setter, super close. You didn't know which way it was going to go until the end. Uh, Kontevate Tomjanovic, uh, it didn't make it to three sets, but you felt like it really could have been, and, and tr even like throughout the first set, like... Uh, like 5-5 five, five in the second set, you still didn't didn't know which way it was going to go. Uh, Tomjanovic snagged at 7-5. Uh, Shmidlova, Kukova, three sets, uh, really close. Um, Shmidlova won a second set tiebreak. Uh, sorry, Kuchova lost a second set tiebreak from a set up. Could have uh, won in straights, uh, but instead lost a long, grueling, closely contested set and a tiebreak. Lost the decider 6-2. This trend is everything. I swear to God, it's it's just becomes more and more apparent. It's some real shit. It's some real shit. Another three setter. Now this was not a banger. Uh, this one was kind of ugly, but but it, because of how ugly it was from both players, um, it was good. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was an, it was an intense match, but it wasn't good in terms of quality. But if you think an intense match qualifies it as good, then yeah, it was good. Uh, which was uh, Zhu Lin versus Kudermetseva. Kudermetseva was playing such low quality uh, tennis from her usual level, and Zhu Lin was was playing like really well. So basically, it made Kudermetseva and Zhu Lin brought them to the same level. Kudermetseva uh, went down a bit. Or quite a lot, honestly, and and Zulin went up a bit. So really, it was like world number one versus world number two. That's what it looked like. Honestly, it was that close. Obviously, in today's game, world's number one, world's number two in the women's, it's uh, means nothing really, because it's just Iga. And then coming into this week it was fucking Barbora Krzykova, you know, or Sakari, or but. Then, you know, it's, but those, uh, but in the men's, I mean, world number one, number two, it's truly the two best players in the world, but in the women's, unfortunately, it's not the case, I don't know why. And finally, 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 the last match of the day. How does this happen? Do you not notice every day the last match of the day is always the best one? Now, I know, like, technically the last match was the Djokovic one, but, like, the last women's match of the slate, Kerber, Magdalena Frech, I mean, what a match. It was incredible. Kerber, back-to-back, -back, bangers. Won the Strasbourg final, Kaya Yuvan, uh, she beat Kaya Yuvan 7-6, 6-7, and then turns around, comes back here, plays Magdalena Frech, who played great, honestly. Um, it just looks like she did, she certainly did watch the, uh, the final, maybe not live, but she certainly had a look and, and, and definitely picked up some things on what to do, uh, that, you know, things that Kaya Yuvan was doing that, that were working, you know, uh, Magdalena Frech today had some success, um, doing some of that shit, the, the drop shots, uh, the variation, the angles, it was, it was very good, it was very closely contested, Magdalena Frech, unfortunately, uh, one of those players that, uh, hates winning a little bit, uh, like Clara Burel, actually, um, as well, um, but no, this was a great match, really good, Angie Kerber, man, you can see how much it means to her, uh, she's really playing well, uh, I think these are this is these are the best back-to-back -back matches I've seen from Angie Kerber, maybe ever. I mean, yeah, one's a final and and one's like a first round of a slam, or like one's a, a final of a 250, and then it's like only first round of a slam. But 
that two-game stretch, I mean, she was really tested and pushed to the limit, and she came through. You know what I mean? It's not like she's fresh either, um, but she did, you know, obviously to reach the final in Strasbourg, obviously she played a full week, and then, you know, turned around and came here uh, at a Grand Slam against an inspired uh, young uh, player like Magdalena Frech, who's uh, not, not amazing, but I mean, she's definitely a decent, capable player on her best surface, so... Yeah, it's impressive. Angie Kerber, honestly, hats off to you. It was amazing. The The environment and the crowd in that side court was amazing. Um, and yeah, this was definitely match of the day. Maybe Noskova Raducanu. It's just the Raducanu, like 6-1 in the decider, just takes away from it a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, uh, it's hard to say that was the best, you know, the way that ended, but uh, Kerber Frechman, it was really good. It was really, really good. Um, so, yeah, we, we did get some uh, good matches towards the end of the day, honestly. Uh, early on, uh, what Anna Bondar did, what uh, Andrescu did, what uh, Vika did, uh, Zanevska, Yastremska, they all committed crimes. Uh, up until Diane Perry uh, and Krzykova, um Everything was honestly kind of shitty. Uh, Nisimova Osaka, a bit disappointing. But I mean, even uh, Shvantek Tsurenko, like, uh, you know that's not a banger. I mean, even though it's not disappointing, it's it's not a banger either, right? Um, but yeah, they continued the show. Like, they kept playing, obviously, uh, indoors. Uh, Diane Perry uh, uh, Krzykova went on during the rain delay. Uh, so I was actually able to watch the entirety of that. That was honestly pretty good. Uh, Diane Perry, a lot of young girls today making sort of... Um, like statements like hello I'm here you know uh, Dan Perry Linda Noskova um, I think there's a third one I'm missing her name um, not Magdalena Frech maybe that's who I'm thinking but I, I don't think so I think there is another one um, but yeah anyway maybe it was yesterday anyway anyway that, uh, that was all for today um, so the last slate of matches, some of them started, or actually they all started. Actually, one of them got postponed to tomorrow. Uh, that didn't start at all. Um, which was Alexandrova versus Greet Minin. And that was uh, PPD uh, from the start. And then the rest of the slate uh, for the women, uh, some of them uh, got interrupted and therefore postponed to tomorrow uh, due to the rain. Uh, Rabakina is 6-1, 2-4 up on uh, Arangsta Rus. Uh, I was watching a little bit of that match. I Rus in the first set, clearly her coach did not prepare uh, for this match. She was hitting with a lot of pace and a lot of topspin to Rabakina and there's nothing more that Rabakina loves than when you do that to her. When you give her balls with pace and topspin, Rabakina loves that. She crushes it back. If Rabakina doesn't have to generate the power herself, and, and the ball's already coming in hot, Rabakina will crush that ball. Like a baseball, bro. She'll hit homers. Kind of like Kvitova. is the same thing. If you play pace against her, she'll she'll kill you, man. She'll actually kill you. You Against these players, bro, you gotta take the pace away from them. Make them generate pace themselves. That's when they struggle, Kvitsev and Rebekina. Arangsarus in the first set was doing nothing like that. I stepped away to watch the Djokovic match as it started. And I was very surprised to see uh, 
uh, Rabakina was down a break in, in the third. I saw 6-1-1 love, and then I saw 6-1-1-3. I was like, what the fuck? I was, I was very surprised by that. Under 19 and a half. I'm ready to chalk that up as a loser. Uh, minus 5 and a half has some hope. But let's see how... Uh, let's see what happens after this rain delay. It's really weird, man. Must be so tough on the players. And, and like, it can really change the course of a, of a bet that you have uh, on, on a match. Um, and it's not like baseball where, like, it's... You know what I mean? Like, they pick up... Like, wagers don't get void or whatever, you know? Like, it still stands. Um, but, yeah, it could really change. It could really favor one fa uh, one player or the other. And it doesn't matter whether they're leading or, or they're they're behind or whatever. Uh, Volley Nets. Katie Volley Nets, the American uh, wildcard, is up 6-2, uh, 2-1 on Golubic. 6-2, 2-1 Golubic. They're on serve. Uh, Golubic is serving at 1-2, 30-all. Uh, the Rus Rabakina game, by the way, um, Rabakina is serving, uh, two four down, fifteen all. Keys Kalinskaya um, just started. They shared early breaks. Um, they're on serve. Kalinskaya serving uh, one two. Bigu leads Paulini uh, four six six one uh, one love and up break point in the decider. Um, so Paulini is serving at love one, down break point. Um, so all these matches and and sort of different stages. Um, Rus Rubakina like halfway through the second set. Um, I guess the same for Volinets um, and Gulabic. Uh, Kis Kalinskaya basically just started. Uh, Bigo Paulini in, th in a third set, um, and it's just really tricky. It's really hard. Uh, I'm not gonna suggest or talk about potential live plays i know for some people that really turns them on and excites them like yo what do you think of that game in in the rain delay like i'm, I'm not gonna talk about them like that um i personally i i mean if you guys want to do that sure but i i don't ask me about it because it's i don't i don't like to do that and 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 yeah um because because whatever i tell you I'm, I'm full of shit right like and whatever anyone says about Oh, I bet this during the rain delay. Like, just shut the fuck up, seriously. Like, whatever you have to say, you're talking out of your ass, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, so I'm actually doing you a favor by not telling you anything, because honestly, there's nothing of benefit that I can tell you, and that's just me. That's just my opinion on it. Okay. Um, but yeah, Wales. Why don't we look at uh, tomorrow's slate in full? Before we get into that, super quick, best thing I saw today, honestly, I'm thinking, look, for the best thing that I saw today, um, it's either Diane Perry, or Tomjanovic, or Noskova. Now, I know only two of those lost, and Noskova is the one who lost, um, but I, I, I think they're all co-winners. They, they all share the prize for today, truly. Uh, the best match of the day, Kerber... Uh, Magda, uh, versus Magdalena Frech. The worst thing that I saw today, honestly, was was Anna Bondar. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know if it was injury or what, but that was probably one of the worst things that I saw today. Uh, truly, uh, I hate to use this word in, in association with Anna Bondar, but it was pathetic. 
The most interesting or somewhat impressive or surprising thing that I saw today was Trevisan. I mean, Trevisan, 6-love, six 6-2, six like, like, what is going on with Trevisan? Is she, is she like that? Like, what is this? Y you know what I mean? So, I, I think that was interesting, impressive, uh, surprising, not like I didn't expect that, but surprising because it sort of brings up that conversation like, okay, like, what's to come? You know what I mean? Like, uh, are, are you going to keep playing like this? Now, unfortunately, guys, um, tomorrow's slate, it looks rough. Uh, in all aspects, quality, names, bets, lines, you name it. The only positive is, like, we're going to have a lot of matches tomorrow. That's like, probably the only positive, but even that, for some people, might not be a positive. But anyway, let's get straight into it, and we'll see. Alexandra Krunic, qualifier versus Kamila Rahimovo. Um, it's a bit of an ill match. If this was a WTA 250 quarterfinal, you'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, that's the these are the vibes that that these matches so, uh, sort of give. I think over 20 and a half uh, looks good. Um, I think Krunic is the side here, but I I, I don't think you can bet her uh, that expensive. I think against Rahimova, although maybe you can make a case for it. Uh, Rahimova in shocking form and not very good on clay. Uh, Krunic, uh, this is her best uh, surface, but it is Krunic. Sometimes she does tank um, and starts, doing, uh, starts acting funny and shit. So I think over here is good and... Uh, it's an ill match. It's an ill match, but it's not that ill. It, it's ill to bet, I think. Um, I know these two probably contradict, but uh, I think over 20.5 is good, and uh, Krunic minus 3.5 also good. But don't do both. Uh, they, they contradict one another. Daniel Collins plays against Lucky Loser Tomovo. Um, I don't know who withdrew in her, uh, withdrew, um, probably one of the early withdrawals, actually, but anyway, Daniel Collins, minus six, uh, minus, minus five and a half, minus six, um, against Tomovo, over, under, uh, nine, eighteen and a half. Um, it's a bit ill, I think, uh, it's very lopsided, uh, it's definitely a pass, as far as bets go, um, will be interesting, uh, Colin's probably going to hit Tomova off the court. Um, but she has to make her shots. It's 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 really ill. Honestly, this is really ill. I mean, Collins in matches like this, like, it's not the Collins that you want to watch. You know, like, Collins Halep, like, holy fuck. You know what I mean? Uh, but I feel like this one's just, just huge golf and, and quality. You know what I mean? So, I, it is ill. Yeah. Uh... If I had to call, like, three matches of the day, this would be the first one. Uh, not matches of the day, but, um, I mean, like, what I expect to be one of the better matches of the day. Um, I think there are three of them. I, I, I had a little look earlier. Um, this is certainly one of them. Uh, Lucia Bronzetti, uh, semi-finalist last week in Rabat versus Yelena Osipenko, uh, the 2016 or 17 champion. Uh, Ostapenko in dire form, uh, went to America, played the Sunshine Double, lost to Shelby Rogers twice, uh, came to Madrid, lost to Alexandrova, okay, went to Rome, uh, lost to Lauren Davis. 
so now, Ostapenko, we all have serious concerns and serious uh, questions we have to ask you. Uh, what's good with you? Let me tell you this. I think she's going to crush Bronzetti. She's going to win tomorrow. Uh, it's a grand slam now. We're, 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 we're done fucking around, I think. Um, Ostapenko's always been a big game, big stage player. She said herself many times that she enjoys playing on uh, clay and grass because hardcourt is too boring. It's too easy for her, apparently. And that answer you can totally sort of expect. Like, that's such an Ostapenko answer. You know what I mean? Um, my opinion, and I don't do this often, but I would look to bet her live. Uh, Pre-match, a bit hesitant on the spread and total. But I would put something on 2-0, Ostapenko. And I would stick her money line in a couple of parlays, Ostapenko. I'm pretty confident that she wins. Next, our girl Tessa Andriania Fitrimo versus uh, Karolina Plushkova. Uh, way too ill to bet. We saw a bit of Andriania Fitrimo uh, when she played Kiki Mladenovic um, and almost beat her in three sets. Uh, Mladenovic pulled through. Um, Plushkova should cruise here, but she might not, but she could. So it's, it's really hard to sort of uh, know what to expect. Uh, best to not uh, bet this one. Uh, Plushkova's minus 6, over under 18.5. Minus 1,000, Plushkova. Uh, kind of ill, that match as well. Like, like it's a good player, like Plushkova, Collins, but the opponent is just so ill, like it's, you know, it's really ill. Another ill one, featuring uh, a decent-ish sort of kind of player, uh, Alize Corne. She's um, minus 5.5 against Misaki Doi. That's super inflated. I'm not betting it. I'm not betting Doi. I'm not betting a total. I can't bet this match. You you can't do it. Alexandrova is minus six and a half. This is the game that got postponed from last night uh, against uh, Greet Menon. That's simply just way too inflated. But love me some Alexandrova. I'll, I'll be happy to watch. I may or may not have secretly played this minus six and a half games. One of the other contenders for potential match of the day, uh, and, and this is how bad the slate is, but Shelby Rogers uh, versus Teresa Martinsova might be one of the better matches we get tomorrow. Uh, as you can see, uh, you know, so far, that's how bad the slate is. So yeah, this might be as good as it gets. Shelby Rogers is minus 130. Against Martinsova, I kind of like Martinsova. I kind of like the over, but I'm a little scared. Uh, don't really like Shelby on clay. She's more of a Charleston, Miami, Indian Wells, U.S. Open kind of girl, you know. In Paris, I I I don't see it. Uh, you know, it's not really giving Shelby Roger vibes, you know. Uh, back to the ill matches. Taylor Townsend, Taylor Townsend, Taylor Taylor fucking Townsend versus uh Carol Garcia. And Carol Garcia is plus one forty-five against Taylor Townsend. I'd be really surprised if there's one one fan spectator in that stadium when they play tomorrow. I will truly be surprised. I mean, that in that stadium, there should be ball boys, umpire, line judges, and that's it. 
Ew. Jesse Pagula is minus five and a half against Shang Wang, and I might bet it. Sorta of kinda inflated, but not really. Um, most of the big names have like six, six and a half, seven. Um, I guess Pagula is not that that big of a name, and Shang Wang is not that that bad of an opponent, I guess. Um, but I think I'm betting some under nineteen and a half. Some minus five and a half also, kind of like how I did uh, Rebecca and Arus, and they're probably both going to lose, but uh, I think Pagula snaps here. Yo, Pagula's good. Pagula's actually really good. Not a contender match of the day, but this should be pretty good and uh, interested and excited to see how Pagula plays today. As you can see so far, um, not a lot of contenders playing here today, but who the fuck is a contender anyway, right? But I don't know. I mean, just from the names like Krunich, Rachimova, Collins, uh, not really, uh, Tomova, Bronzetti, Ostapenko, you never know, uh, Tessa, Andriania, Fitrimo, Plushkova, no, Alize Cornet, Doi, no, Alexandrova, uh, would be nice, but probably not, uh, Greet Minin, Shelby Rogers, Martinsova, Taylor Townsend, Caro Garcia, none of these people are contenders, um, you know, and they, they win today, second round, but probably all of these people are going to lose, uh, probably. You know, unless they play each other. Um, but Jesse Pagula, you never know. Uh, could be good. Pagula, by the way, in the section with Ostapenko, Halep, Iga, and Plushkova. The first quarter, toughest quarter, I think. But yeah, Pagula should be good. Uh, should be good, could be good. Um, she could make some noise in that quarter. You never know if, um, if Ostapenko or Halep take care of Iga. Um, honestly, Pagula could um, beat Ostapenko or Halep and pull off this quarter, you know? But anyway, um, the third and final good match of tomorrow, um, potentially, is Mayor Sharif versus Marta Kostyuk. This is honestly a banger. Really, really like uh, Mayor Sharif here. Um, they're showing some respect here. Uh, I think this is a sharp line. Um, Mayar Sharif plus 110 looks good, I think. Marta Kostic again has not impressed at all. We played Plushkova against her. Um, Plushkova, you know, was easy for her. Um, Marta Kostic, yeah. No, thank you. Um, I'm going to take uh, Mayar Sharif. Uh, she's been pretty promising. Uh, Clay is good. And, and I think she'll really be hungry. Marta Kostic just... Eh, eh, eh. Annalina Kalanina versus Haley Baptiste. I mean, uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse. Um, Claire Liu, who very who disappointed extremely in the Rabat final against Trevisan, uh, honestly tanked, gave up, threw in the towel, didn't look right. Um, not sure what it was. Um, was outplayed to to an extent. Um, but gets Tamara Zidanchik, last year's semifinalist. Zidanchik, disaster of a season thus far. Um, disaster of a season so far for Zidanchik. Uh, Claire Liu, you can only bet Claire Liu here, nothing else. So, you know, make up your mind if you want to pay minus 150 for the money line, minus two and a half. But either way, it's uh, it's an okay, not a good, uh, definitely not a great bet. Irina Barrow versus uh, Putin Seva. Um, Again, Putin save a minus five and a half. They're just really inflated, and that's all you can play. You can't talk me into 
a Barra plus five and a half or anything like that. So, um, yeah, a lot of these are like take the big favorite or pass, like Putintseva, um, Pagula, like that. Um, but no, this tomorrow might actually be worse than day one. I mean, these matches are horrible, honestly. Uh, I said there'd only be three. This can be like an honorable mention uh, for, for potential match of the day. But Oksana Selekhmeteva, the qualifier, really, really impressed in qualies, I think. And, and I really liked uh, what she had going on. Uh, versus Kaya Yuvan, the finalist from Strasbourg, who, who's looking really good. Uh, and this girl, Selekhmeteva, I think she's going to impress uh, and, and give off Noskova vibes from today. Uh, you know, I'd say Kaya Yuvan and Radukanu are like maybe not at the same st stage or level. I don't know, but they're sort of kind of similar. And you can say Selekhmeteva, um, Noskova also sort of similar. So this this should be pretty good. Uh, and I think Kaya Yuvan um, and Selekhmeteva, they're both going to be wearing the, the same Adidas dresses, I believe. Um, so yeah, it should be pretty good. And they, they both actually look uh, very similar too. Um, but yeah, this should be a good one. Uh, sucks for Selechmeteva to get a, a tough first round. And I think Kaya Yuvan uh, should wipe the floor with her. Um, honestly, I'm kind of rooting for a good match, so I'm a bit biased in wanting to bet over 19.5. Um, but I think it's best to pass. I, I, I'm not sure if it's because my judgment's clouded. And I want to see a, a good match from both, so I'm, I'm leaning the over, or if truly there's 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 nothing good here. But I'm saying it's that over or pass. A lot of passes. Uh, Kai Yuvan, by the way, is minus four and a half, minus five, uh, minus three forty. Paula Badosa is minus seven and a half, minus four thousand against Fiona Fair. We don't have to talk about it. Camilla Georgie looked really bad when she retired during the rain delay um, versus Isla in Rome. Uh, that was when I Isla first started, uh, you know, popped back into my radar. Like, yo, like Isla's playing like pretty good, you know. Um, but not truly. You can't bet Camilla Georgie. She's shit, and and the Zangbanger. Uh, sucks on clay. This is a bit of an ill one. Um, the styles are so different. They're like totally different players. Um, it's kind of ill. Gun to my head. I'd pick Georgie, but I, I, I'm not loving it. Uh, lucky loser, Nastasia Schunk versus Simona Halep. Uh, you know the deal. Minus 7, minus 3,000, over under 17. Uh, lines the same as Bedosa Faro. Um... Fuck Bedosa, man. I'm so tired of her, man. She's going to win and look good. First round, and people are going to talk about how good Bedosa is. And Bedosa's a rat, so beating a no-name is going to give her confidence. And then she'll actually start playing well. And then she'll, like, sh believe she's the best and then become a bad man. And I'm just so tired of all this shit, man. Three players in the top ten lost already. Moguruta, Jabour, uh... Krzykova. Uh Hopefully Bedosa can be the fourth. I know she won't lose to Fiona Farrow, but whatever. Um, yeah, this Shunk-Simona Halep match, um, y you can't bet it. 
I mean, maybe over 17, really, I, I think, or Shunk plus 7. Um, I don't think Shunk, Shunk is honestly pretty good. She's solid. And coming in as a lucky loser, having played qualies, like, she'll, she like, have match sharpness. You know what I mean? And as a lucky loser against Simona Halep, like, there's no pressure, expectation. So just go out and play. You know what I mean? Simona Halep might not be up for a first round. Uh, might not be at her best. You know what I mean? Might look past uh, no-name lucky loser. Uh, and seven's, like, a lot of games, honestly. So... Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not advocating any Simona Halep uh, kind of bets, or like no unders, I think. Um, but yeah, maybe that's wishful thinking too, uh, I'm not sure. Here we go, our girl Fernanda Contreras Gomez. Again, we're going back to her for the fourth time. Uh, fourth time in a row, I guess, uh, in at the French Open. Uh, she's plus 190 against Pana Udvardi. Uh, we're taking that. We're going to take her to win a set. Um, for Fernanda Contreras Gomez is the truth. Is the truth. Uh, her to win a set is a little expensive. Minus 130. Um, but we're going to take that. We're going to take the, the money line. Um, can't, can't go wrong with that. Pano Vardy ain't shit. Uh, last couple of ones. Two more. Uh, Arena Sabalenka versus Chloe Paquet. I told you I'm betting this up to eight and a half, and it's only six and a half. So I'm gonna send some minus six and a halfs, uh, seven and a halfs, eight and a halfs. Sabalenka minus eight and a half is plus two sixty. Seven and a half plus one thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Under seventeen and a half is minus one ten. Yeah. She's going to crush her. I know it. She's going to crush her. Chloe Paquet, that waste woman. Um, What's her name? Uh, Rebecca Patterson withdrew, was supposed to play Daria Kasatkina. Uh, our girl Rebecca Sramkova uh, comes in as a lucky loser. Uh, plus six and a half. Sramkova over under 18 and a half. Um, again, Kasatkina, like, I know you ain't shit. Um, so, yeah. Just like fuck off, Kasatkina. Uh, another ill match. Uh, hard to bet this. Kasatkina has just uh, been playing way above her level, overachieving, overperforming. Um, so, uh, I mean, she probably covers this, but she still ain't shit, you know? Um, just really bad, serving really bad. I don't know if uh, Stram. Maybe, honestly, may plus 1,000? I mean. Fuck, that would be such an upset. I, I, I would love it, really. Um, honestly, I might take a shot. Kasatkina shouldn't be minus 6.5, minus 2,000 against anyone. Anyone! I don't, I don't, my mom, your mom, my neighbor, your your neighbor's mom. Like, no one. Okay, so that is all for tomorrow's slate. Um... Not the best of slates, not the best of matches, um, but it is what it is, and hopefully we get some um, some good ones that we don't expect, and and I do expect to, uh, that there will be a, a, a couple of good ones uh, regardless. Um, really quickly, we can look at some uh, round two matchups uh, that we have confirmed uh, after you know today's results. Um, let's see. Uh, Ila Tomjanovic plays Vivi Grasheva. Um, 
Tomjanovic is only minus 150, minus 2.5. Uh, I'm just saying. Uh, Sasnovic versus Radukanu. Radukanu is only minus 120 against Sasnovic. I say only. Sasnovic, she's got that Beast Slayer in her. Uh, but I don't know, man. Grand Slam Radukanu seems like scary, you know? Um, Radukanu minus 120. Wow. Uh, Anisimova's minus five and a half against Donna Vekic. Yo, Donna Vekic always usually shows up against big players, honestly. I mean, she's like tough. She's like, uh, like a competitor, a gamer, a baller. You know, she's, she's gritty. Um, and I do, I, you know, earlier, uh, you know, on the show, I, I had high praise for Anisimova. Um, but I, I said that was not her best. Uh, she wasn't really that good. So maybe if we see a bit of that, uh, you know, next match, you know, over 19 and a half looks a little bit low and, and plus five and a half looks like a lot of games. Even in round two, we have some ill matches. Um, Elsa Jacquemot versus Kerber. A lot of reasons why not to bet this. Elsa Jacquemot, you just don't know what's good there. You know, French player, okay, she beat Heather Watson. Like, yeah, you're French. Fr French players suck. French players always disappoint the French crowd. Kerber just played, uh, you know... Going back to the Strasbourg final, back-to-back -back bangers. Is she just going to be on fire? Is she tired? Just pass. Seriously, pass. Please pass. Uh, AKS is plus 131 against Danka Kovinic. Um, you know it's Shmidlova plus 130 or pass. Uh, maybe pass. Can't bet Kovinic as a favorite. Um... And I'm scared to bet a total because I know one of these girls will gladly shit the bed or, or disappear if they lose the first set. Uh, and it's scary. It's it's very scary, honestly. So, um, yeah. Uh, Haddad Maya Kinepi, that was from yesterday. Uh, Benchich Andriscu. Yeah, Benchich Andriscu is next. How about that? Uh, Belinda Benchich and Andriscu next. That's, that's, a, that's a fucking banger. Wow. Uh, Daria Seville versus Petra Kvitova, that could be pretty good. Uh, Iga Sviantek, uh, uh, Alison Risk, um, Senyakova, Leila Fernandez. I think we already knew that one. Um, Diane Perry versus uh, Camila Soria Serrano. Um, Diane Perry is plus one seventy five. Um, Buskova is even money against Mertens. I think that was from yesterday. Uh, and Vika and Petkovic. I think the, those are all the ones from today. Um, after tomorrow, hopefully there's no rain. Or I mean, when tomorrow's matches are completed, after that we will have uh, a full uh, a full slate of round two to look at, uh, which is really really exciting. And and, that, and that's the shit that excites me the most. Honestly, just having that to look forward to. Like, oh my god, oh my god, where are the lines gonna be? What are the lines gonna be? Like, what does the draw look like? Uh, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, exciting times, exciting times. Um, but yeah, that is all for today. Um, a little bit longer today. Um, hope the matches uh, get better and better and better. Today was honestly pretty good, even though there was a lot of weird shit early on. Um, and hopefully tomorrow's slate doesn't disappoint more than I already expected to. Um, and yeah, that is that. That has been uh, this has been the safe space. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Best of luck to us, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.